Bush and Ritchie here with another Home Time podcast. Of course, as you listen to uh, the podcast of this, you could be listening on any day of the week. In real time, for us, it's a Friday. We're heading into the weekend, Bush. Over this weekend, I will be heading to the local tip. And I think I am taking an item to the tip um, that, in my opinion, is peak top three items to take to the tip. Oh, top three tip items. Can I can I have a guess? Can I have a guess what it might be? That's what I thought I'd I'd give you the chance to do before I tell you what the item is. Um, all right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a fridge, fridge freezer. Um, would be a great one to take, but I'd suggest that's something that's more of a two person journey, and okay, I'm just going point. solo. Um, one thing I've taken to the tip on no, numerous occasions is that bit underneath the carpet. You know, when you've got like a rolled up carpet and then you get that ding, weird ding, 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 and then you walk from your car to the correct bay, but you've got that great big rolled up piece of carpet over your shoulder. You look like the Don. You do. When you when you chuck it as well, it's like that Scottish log throwing thing. Well, hold on a minute. You're not just saying this because this is top of giving you an alibi if you do get pulled over by the police and you've got a rolled up carpet in the back of the car. <laughs> if there's one of the two of us on this podcast right now that would be disposing at the uh, tip of something in a, in a in a rolled up carpet, it ain't me. That's a good point. I've been watching too much crime drama. Don't know what your viewing plans are for the weekend. Uh, there is uh, so much good telly around at the moment. There's so much heavy telly around at the moment. Obviously, uh, if you if you sat downstairs in the evening and you catch the ten o'clock news, for example, that's you know it's often hard to go to bed after. Um, and even some of the great dramas and uh, the great television that's uh, around, whether it's you know on one of the channels or uh, or on your Netflix or that kind of stuff. There's some really there's some some deep stuff. And last night. Um, my wife has just finished. Um, I, I know you've been watching uh, this this Channel Four. It's a sin, and and she she came to bed. She came to bed in tears. It's hard. It's hard getting to bed after telly these days. No, I absolutely agree with you. Weirdly, last night we finished It's a Sin. It's an amazing, amazing programme that you absolutely have to watch. But the last episode is probably one of the most tense and kind of a bit depressing hours of TV that I've ever watched. And Katie, my other half, was absolutely in floods of tears. Uh, the only time I cry on the couch is when Everton are on. But um, <laughs> we couldn't go to bed after that. You can't... Uh, you just can't just go to bed off the back of something like that. Uh, and the same with The Serpent, which is like dead scary and everything. You can't just go to bed. like That's like going to, straight to bed after Crime Watch. You have to have a palate cleanser or something, a bit of a, a breakwater between watching something that's a bit of a downer and then putting your head on the pillow and trying to go to sleep. So we watched The Curb Your Enthusiasm last night just to level things off a little bit. Brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. That would, that would be absolutely, that's almost sort of like a, a, a television version of a lemon sorbet uh, yes. at the end of <laughs> the end yes. of like a very, very rich meal out. Do you remember meals out? They were good. Uh, I, would, I, I would add another to the list. Uh, TV palate cleansers. I, I would say for me personally, uh, I would I would happily go on a Russian roulette of any episode of Allo Allo. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you were, you're watching, yes. you watch some high quality drama then do 25 minutes of Gordon Kay et al. Uh, and then I reckon you'd be ready for bed. Yeah, it's like having a, like a mint. 
mint or something like that. You know, one of those mints when you're about to do a landing or whatever on a plane. So it's yeah. a palate cleanser. Palate cleanser. Uh, Nate has come in with the repair shop. He says, that's my guilty oh. pleasure. Lovely stories, craft skills, joyful and emotional endings. It's bliss. I've got to be honest, Bush. I was thinking, yeah, look, there's these palate cleansers. They're going to be stuff to make you laugh. But yeah, that is good stuff, that. I don't know what this says about me, right? And this is awful. But whenever I watch uh, Repair Shop, which is this heartwarming program about people getting their kind of family heirlooms fixed, I get this really weird um, like, urge to just, if I was working there, snap someone's accordion in front of me. <laughs> just go, have that. Be done with it. Move on. <laughs> Leave it. it. It may say something about you, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm no, I'm no psychiatrist. <laughs> I have to suppress it. Every time I watch the program, I have to suppress the urge to just want to snap one of their things. It's terrible. I hate myself. Um, tweeters. <laughs> uh, Adele says, I watch Fraser as it's a good palate cleanser and cheers me up after a heavy night. I love this bit. After a heavy night of intense programs. <laughs> Still love good, it. isn't it? Um, the Detectorists has come in by many people. Tracy Fisher uh, included. I used to love that. Mackenzie Crook, uh, Toby Jones. Uh, that has made me want to get one of the old metal detectors. It is just such a good show. Massively disappointing, though. I got a metal detector about two years ago. We had a go on it. I couldn't even work out how to work it. It's just really, really complicated. Loads more involved in it than I thought there would be. So I have to reapproach that at some point. Uh, Bernadette says, uh, guys, I'm in the US and I've been binging on out. Eight out of ten cats does countdown, as this was after binging on Taskmaster on YouTube. I'm a, a big Great British Bake Off fan as well. Honestly, if someone could make a streaming service of all the UK panel shows, my stress and insomnia might go away. Hey, well, if Bernadette likes her British telly, then uh, she might like this. Um, Stephen has... <laughs> Stephen says, I love to watch a bit of Fred Dibner, and I'm only 35. Wow. Uh, some of the younger ones of you might have to Google Fred Dibner, but uh, maybe Bernadette over there in the States as well might like a little bit of a British steeplejack. If you don't know who Fred Dibner is, uh, walk past your local cobblers, and you know they've got uh, a little marionette, a little uh, puppet yeah. in, the, in the front, <laughs> hitting something with a hammer. Looks like Fred Dibner. Uh, Adele says, I watch Fraser as it's a good palate cleanser and cheers me up after a heavy night. I love this bit. After a heavy night of intense programmes. <laughs> Still love good, it. isn't it? Um, the Detectorists has come in by many people. Tracy Fisher uh, included. I used to love that. Mackenzie Crook, uh, Toby Jones. Uh, that has made me want to get one of the old metal detectors. It is just such a good show. Massively disappointing, though. I got a metal detector about two years ago. We had a go on it. I couldn't even work out how to work it. It's just really, really complicated. Loads more involved in than I thought there would be. So I have to reapproach that at some point. Uh, Bernadette says, uh, guys, I'm in the US and I've been binging on out. Eight out of ten cats does countdown, as this was after binging on Taskmaster on YouTube. I'm a, a big Great British Bake Off fan as well. Honestly, if someone could make a streaming service of all the UK panel shows, my stress and insomnia might go away. Hey, well, if Bernadette likes her British telly, then uh, she might like this. Um, Stephen has... <laughs> Stephen says, I love to watch a bit of Fred Dibner, and I'm only 35. Wow. Uh, some of the younger ones of you might have to Google Fred Dibner, but uh, maybe Bernadette over there in the States as well might like a little bit of a British steeplejack. If you don't know who Fred Dibner is, uh, walk past your local cobblers, and you know they've got uh, a little marionette, a little uh, puppet yeah. in, the, in the front, <laughs> hitting something with a hammer. Looks like Fred Dibner. 
for the first time in about 30 years, I waved at a train going past on Monday <laughs> and it felt liberating. It genuinely felt liberating. I was down in Old Lee here in Leon C, uh, down by the cobbled streets there, down the side of uh, uh, the railway embankment. And the C2C trains that go from uh, from South End through to Fenchurch Street whiz by. Uh, so I had a little wave. I wasn't even with my daughter. I was just on my own. Just had a little wave. Uh, and it was nice. No one waved back to me. The driver just looked at me a bit weird. But uh, I'm sure that's like, you keep waving. At some point, someone's going to wave back to you. And it felt good. Uh, but I mentioned it on Twitter. And this fellow called Ginger tweeted me back immediately. Uh, and I just said, obviously, I just waved at a train. First time in donkey's years. Felt good. Felt exhilarating. Uh, he replied saying, uh, I always wave at farm animals. So it's got me thinking, maybe people wave at stuff regularly during the week and it makes them feel kind of good about it. So look, if people are listening to this right now and you, and you wave at unusual things, please share it with the group. <laughs> uh, I've been waving at trains for 43 years now and um, still <laughs> still, still, still uh, doing that with, uh, with, with my son on our little uh, walks. Um, I've added to the list, Bush, uh, the bin men. And, and without fail, uh, you, you will yeah. not get a refuse cart that goes by where they don't wave back. They're very friendly, wavy people. Oh, that's good, because it's fair to say most of the bin men I see are normally quite intimidating. Look, you wouldn't want to get into a scrap with them, do you know what I mean? So you're not sure whether the wave back's going to happen. And I did feel a little bit deflated that no one on the train waved back at me, but there's not really many people on trains at the moment, to be honest with you. So maybe it's because of that. You know when you wave at trains with Rocco, do people generally tend to wave back to you or not? What's the kind of ratio? I'd say 80% of drivers, yes, and uh, they might also uh, give you the horn as well. Well, there you go. That's it. We talked about weekend fun. That's that's it right there. <laughs> Tracy has just got in touch to say that she waves at the end of Zoom meetings. I do that as well. I always feel really bad that I'm the one. I always feel like I'm on going for gold, like waving there at the end <laughs> when people are clicking off it. But she does it as well. And this is amazing. Andy says, uh, guys, uh, we always wave and say hello to our house when we turn into our street in the car. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Chris Watts says, when you're driving a Reliant Regal or Reliant Robin, I guess, as well. Uh, my dad used to drive one. If you passed another going in the opposite direction, both drivers did a single hand wave in recognition. If I see a three wheeler now, I still do the same, but they don't wave back anymore. Thing is, I'm not Shame. sure if I'm driving a car with only three wheels, I want to be taking one of my hands off the wheel. I'd kind of feel like if you took one of your hands off the wheel, then the front would rise up almost mystically. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, whoa, put your hand back down again. But, you know, I've talked about it before on the show. The Bongo Friendy, uh, the van that my mum and dad had right the way through when we were teenagers, always <laughs> waving at each other. It's a hell of a club. It's a hell of a scene. It really is. <laughs> Like-minded adults, etc. cetera. Uh, some great stuff coming in here. Leanne says, if I see a dog or a cat in someone's window... Uh, I always wave, just standard practice on our walks, which is uh, which is an endearing thing. And Emma, this is quite weird. Uh, she says she always waves at prison vans and prisons. <laughs> okay, what? okay. Uh, Kirsty's putting a bit of prep into her waving. She says we wave at the space station when it goes over our house. I mean, oh. like they're going to wave back. Well, Kirsty, I imagine it's pretty boring up in space. There's every chance they would, but I mean, you've got to you've got to have your uh, your prep done to know when it's going over. Surely for that to happen. Oh, it'd be good though. Imagine that. Imagine that. What a story, right? They go over a couple of weeks. Weird. Kirsty's not in. Kirsty's not out waving. <laughs> Put in a call to make sure she's okay. Milk bottles collecting on the doorstep. You know, it's kind of a neighbourly thing. I love it. I, there's a film in this. Uh, Liam says, I wave at dogs when they're looking out of the window. He says critically, on my post round. Oh, but that's frustrating for the dogs. He's almost taunting them then because they're obviously <laughs> yeah. want to try and get him. 
or just say hello to him or whatever. Uh, Ed Vaughan, going down the animal route, says his daughter always waves at horses. A lot of people who wave at animals in this, isn't there? It's unbelievable. There is another one to chip in here, uh, Andrea, who says, I wave at cows, uh, but she goes on to say, she says, I wave at cows, but I say, you cow, and laugh to myself. <laughs> I, I might actually have to do that myself. Yeah, I like, like it. we said earlier on, whoever, whatever gets you through the lockdown. Uh, and Theo says, I wave to the university challenge contestants when they all wave goodbye at the end of the programme. He <laughs> adds, it's a little thing we have going on. Okay. <laughs> So this week, uh, Bush and myself, and indeed the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, have all turned into card creators. Uh, all thanks to Thoughtful.com, uh, Dave Berry and uh, us here at Home Time are going head-to-head, uh, creating a Valentine's card that you're actually going to be able to buy. Uh, you'll be able to vote for the winner, uh, to be in uh, with a chance of winning £2,000, a bouquet of flowers, a signed <laughs> card from the winning team, probably going to be us. Probably it's us. all thanks to Thoughtful.com. Uh, so so this week, you've been helping us uh, come up with what is going to be the card that represents the Home Time Show. Um, there's been a lot of demand for a return for our lovable character from just before Christmas, Roy Pak Choi, uh, the very lovable, cheerful Pak Choi that featured in our, our Christmas advert. Uh, he's now going to feature on the front of the Valentine's card. And last night, Bush, when uh, we left this show at seven o'clock, you were just starting to draw the uh, Pak Choi. How did it go? I just want to say, right, whilst everyone else was watching Liverpool versus Tottenham, I was drawing a pak choy uh, in our lounge. Uh, to the point where uh, Katie came round to make a cup of tea and walked behind me and said, what are you doing? And I had to explain to her that, oh, no, I was just, I'm just drawing a uh, twerking pak choy. Quite hard to draw. So I did the first one, right? I, I, it's quite hard to draw, like, you know, a vegetable twerking, if you think about it in your mind. I drew him first... And I'd drawn too much backside on him. I don't really know how to describe that, but he had too much of a bum. And you don't really want to think of like an actual physical backside when, when, you, when you're talking about vegetables. So I redrew him, slightly less backside, much more twerking. And we have a, a finished product that we're very, very chuffed with. Oi Oi Pak Choi is the slogan across the top. Be my Valentine along the bottom. And yeah, Roy Pak Choi turning playfully to camera, looking over his shoulder, shaking his money maker. In your defence, when we were doing our research, because we never just throw this show or anything associated with it together, <laughs> but in your defence, the Wikipedia description of the humble Pak Choi does describe it as having a rather bulbous bottom. So I don't think you could have drawn it too big. I, I have to say the finished bottom that I'm looking at in front of me right now, <laughs> I think I think it's beautiful. And you'd have to say there's a look on Roy's face that suggests he thinks the same. I think Roy looks like he's having a great time. Maybe he's on a dance floor somewhere, something like that's going on. What we want to say to you this evening is this. The voting starts on Monday. Dave and his team will reveal their Valentine's card with Thoughtful.com on Monday morning on The Breakfast Show. And then we're at it. We go to the polls and we need your votes because I think we've got something there that could take us through maybe internationally with the uh, Valentine's Day card market. Let's take Roy Pak Choi. He's done a Christmas advert. Let's send him global. Uh, we are bouncing because we're going to give away £30,000 before the end of the show to maybe one of you guys. Well, definitely one of you guys. And we're bouncing because tonight we launch a brand new weekly game. It's the Home Time Magical Mystery Tour. <laughs> Step right this way. 
We'd love to be going places. We'd love to be going out over the weekend. Two days ahead, can't go anywhere. National lockdown. So, how about we give you, here on Home Time, the chance to go on a magical mystery tour somewhere and we'll all catch up again on Monday and find out where we went. That's right. This competition is Britain's premier virtual sightseeing tour. Uh, every week, Richie and I are going to post up a photo you, taken from Google Street View. So we're going to drop a pin in a, in a map of the United Kingdom randomly into a location. We'll show you the photo. It's on Twitter right now, at Absolute Radio. Have a little look on Twitter and see for yourself. Uh, and if you can guess where that location is, get in touch and you'll be in with a chance of winning something quite fancy. Obviously, you've got to look on Twitter for this. It's on the Absolute Radio Twitter. But we can say a couple of things. I'm seeing a, a very nicely looked after roundabout. Whatever council this is, Bush, you'd have to, uh, you know, tip your hat to. It's amazing. The roundabout is of such a high quality that I could quite easily see wherever it is, dot, 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 in bloom, made out of flowers there. It looks that good, doesn't <laughs> it? Have a look yourself. Maybe there's some hints in there that you recognise. Who knows? It, it could be tricky. If you do know where it is, if you know where we've gone on the Magical Mystery Tour, have a look online. Email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Correct answers. You could win yourself a hometime Bush and Ritchie Tesco mobile face mask. We're good to you. So there you go, another show in the bag. Make sure you go to our Twitter, at Absolute Radio. Have a look at the location of our magical mystery tour. It's our brand new game. Mark England has just tweeted now. He says, I don't know where it is, but as roundabouts go, that's a beauty. We're all agreed. It is a beautiful roundabout. Check it out beautiful. on Twitter. Email us at hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Correct answer. You could win a hometime face mask. Uh, but just before we all go our separate ways... Um, you were due one more guess at the top three items. I mean, you've got the item that I'm taking, but what is your third guess for the top three items to take to the tip? You've gone with fridge, you've gone with carpet. <laughs> what is your third favourite? Do you know what? This is insider knowledge now, because obviously we're working from home, so we get, a, we get a little view into each other's private lives with this. I know that you've had problems with that big chair in your lounge. There's a bit of a rip in it. Natalie's fixed it with uh, parcel tape. Is he going? Is that going? That's not going. For me, the third oh. item that would that has gone this week and I enjoyed taking it, I'd have to say masonry is always great to take. So in this case, sort of like, you know, uh, tiles that have been chipped off the wall because anything oh, yeah. that you can chuck into one of those things that make us, makes a resounding clatter, oh, satisfying. I, do, I, I hope at some point in my life I'm going to have something to chuck out, which is porcelain, and I can chuck it into the porcelain skip. You've seen that? It's got yeah. like old Regency pieces in there as well. It's like a, uh, someone from Antiques Roadshow's worst nightmare, but smashing some of those would be great. Tip chat. What a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> 